Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to switch things up just a little bit. So instead of listening to me ask questions to a guest, I'm going to be sharing with you all the answers to questions that I received as a guest on the Perpessence Podcast hosted by Brian Dusso. The topic of our episode was reflection. I've grown to understand that reflecting is our way of communicating with ourselves. And that the more effectively we're able to communicate with ourselves, the more effectively we can communicate with everyone else. I truly believe that the quality of our communication is directly proportional to the quality of our lives. With that being said, I challenge you to find one way that you can improve your communication skills from the things that you listen to today. So without further ado, let's get this episode underway. This is the Balance Period Podcast, where we use a special set of questions to observe life content from the past through the lens of present day perspective with intention of manifesting the reality we desire. I'm your host, Raymond Ashiel. Let's learn and grow together. Question number one was, how do I reflect? Here's my answer. Yeah, so I I reflect a lot with journaling. So personally, I try to at least five times out of the week take some time at the end of the at the end of the night and and just write down what I feel like I should write down. That that's kind of the the place that I made it to when it comes to journaling. I just start with what's fresh on my mind. And normally, it's something that I'm grateful for, and I just I roll with that and I try to get a page in. And if I want to write more at that moment, I will. If not, I just stop and I go to bed. It's just a way for me to release um, all of the mental things that I had going on throughout that day and also just speak some positivity into my future, so into the next day. So that, that's how I approach it. Question number two is geared more towards how I use the reflective pieces that I keep on a day-to-day basis. Here's the answer to my question of what do I feel when I reflect? Uh, honestly, it was, kind of, it was kind of a little bit of everything. I, what I try to do when I go back and read, I try to experience it as if it were actually happening. So I, I try to feel it as much as I can. And the, the cool part is, in my opinion, when I'm able to do that now, I don't have to allow those negative feelings or the feelings of anxiety and fear to continue to have control over how I view those situations so I can read it through. And with the the growth that I've experienced, I'm able to just approach it differently, see it from a different perspective and appreciate it in a whole new way. Question number three is in response to a comment that was made during the episode about how I look at myself when I reflect. So here's the perspective of how I see myself as I'm reflecting. Yeah, I mean, I guess in a way, you know, I'm, I'm able to look at myself from a different perspective. So I look at it as that was that that's me in everything that I've done, um, whether it's perceived as good or bad. It's me because that's what I have as my production here on this earth. So um, I appreciate it and I just look at it from a positive way, um, regardless of what was actually happening in that moment. So, um, yes, I do look at it as oh, yeah, I, I know that person, but it's only because I still know him because it's me today. Same same guy, just did some different things and thought different ways. 
Question number four was how I would recommend someone to start reflecting. I also threw in there some things that you could expect if you started to reflect on a regular basis. Every day, just find things that you're grateful for and write them down. Um, I think if you start there, you'll be able to better understand just all the blessings that we have on a regular basis. Um, the more aware that we become of the things that we're grateful for, then the more that we'll see them. And the more that we see them, the more that we experience the benefits from that positive emotion and feeling. And that, I mean, our lives will only grow and get better at that point. Question number five talked a little bit about one of the many benefits that I've gotten from reflecting, which was my current perspective on life. So I kind of share how I came up with that perspective and how I continue to use it to shape my reality moving forward. I mean, that's at least what I've understood from my life, that a lot of the ways that I approach situations, a lot of the ways that I saw life, um, the perspective came from what I learned from my parents, from the people that I spent a lot of time around growing up. So if, I mean, once I was able to realize that, I understood that, okay, if all those perspectives came from something that I learned, why can't I learn new ones? And once yeah. I realized that I, I can, then I just chose to create the perspectives that I wanted to have and essentially believe them and just roll with it and continue to audit that and change it as time progresses. There's nothing that I'm ever too attached to that if it's a feeling, if I don't feel the same way tomorrow, it's perfectly fine and I never had to feel that way again. That's how I look at it. Um, so I, I, I'm just mindful of it and I, you know, understanding that we have a choice in everything, especially what we think and do. So uh, just being more aware of that, I think would be awesome. For question number six, we shifted gears a little bit away from reflecting and we focus a little more on presence. So this was my response to a question about technology and how I had to shift my perspective on technology in order to be more present. Yeah, no, for sure. I think uh, I think putting ourselves in the best situation, especially when we first start to intentionally be present, is always beneficial. Um, like you said, a great point is just putting down the phone sometime. Um, I know I had to do that for a while. It was a point to where it was like I just wasn't on my phone as much. Honestly, these days I'm not as much, but um, it took being really intentional about what I wasn't doing, which was allowing what I was looking at on my phone to take yes. me down those those mental pathways of the distraction, of the things that weren't necessarily as important in those moments in comparison to what I thought my goals were. Um, I think understanding that really helped me to put all of the time I was spending on social media and all the time I was spending on my phone really into perspective and helped me understand that that stuff just really isn't important, especially for me in my life. And that once you understand that about anything in your life, it's probably time to reevaluate how you use it. Question number seven was about how I use technology with the positive perspective that I have on it to create different habits in my life in order to be more present. I also talked a little bit about ways that everyone else can use technology to do the same for them as well. No, I agree. I agree. I think it's important that we use the technology that we have, like you said, for as a tool. Um, I know, I mean, there's a lot of things that, that 
technology brings us that is positive or that are positive. And uh, I think if we just focus on those things and focus on what we can do with them instead yeah. of what we shouldn't do, I think that'll put us in a, in a better headspace to use it more efficiently and effectively for our lives. I know personally, like I, I use like my backgrounds that send me different messages. I use different apps to keep me focused and to keep me uh, present. I mean, those are just small things that technology can do. But I think uh, just rethinking it, rethinking what it is and understanding that in everything there's positivity and negativity. So instead of just looking at technology as a distraction, uh, repurposing it and thinking of different ways that it can be used to continue to add value to our lives. Question number eight talked a little bit more about the future. So since we were talking about reflection, he asked me if I ever look to the future. And this is my response to that, along with some of the ways that I use my future goals to create my reality today. Um, I think I do that just on a continual basis. And I can explain more as to why. First of all, yes, I think it's very important to look forward just because if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up anywhere. So yeah. I think it's nice to have that destination so you can at least work towards something. But how I kind of came to that conclusion that I'm continuously doing it is because I'm always looking for ways to improve the areas of my life and improve my productivity and improve my mindset and improve the things that I do on a daily basis. So any time throughout any day, if I feel like something can be better and function better, I'll figure out how I can do that in my life and I'll make it happen. So I'm constantly putting myself in a position to look forward, to see what it is that I really want and then implement uh, the same principles to get what I want with the resources that I have in my life right now. So I would say I'm just continually looking to the future while also staying present at the same time. Question number nine is about presence, and I share my perspective on why it is so important to me. I mean, I truly believe that we have everything we'll ever need right now in this moment. So with that belief, I understand that for me, what's most important in my life is presence, because I understand that that's where I'm able to add the most value to anyone that I interact with. If I'm not present, then I'm not able to communicate and function at my highest level. So yeah. I think uh, understanding that, it, it really helps me to not only stay present, but to just appreciate it. And uh, like our, our bodies were designed and made to have balance. We have so much that's going on inside of us that we don't see. We have no idea how it operates, how it works. Um, yes, with science, we're able to find out a lot, but there's still so much that we don't know. But at the same time, we're, we're here, right? Like so many things have to go right in order for us to be alive and, and just being here and having breath. And from our, our simplest form of who we are with us not doing anything, it's a miracle that we are alive and that we are, are able to be here. So I think presence is just our way, or at least in my life, presence is my way of just appreciating life for exactly what it is. And it's just me being here in this moment. And that's it. That's the most important thing that will ever be in my life. 
question number 10 was about manifestation. So I share some of my principles of manifestation and how I believe the key to manifesting anything is taking inspired action. I mean, we, we live in a physical world, so when we don't have things right at our grasp, it's very difficult to look at it and say, oh, this this is all that I need right now. But I think if if the concept of if you don't have what you want right now, but you can see what you want for the future, right? If you have these two things, then you can create something right now in this moment to make that your reality. It might not like it might not be okay if I say I want a million dollars right now. I'm not gonna look at my bank account tomorrow and see a million dollars. Um, why? Because I can have these thoughts and beliefs, and I can be really passionate and speak everything into existence and, and do the things that everyone knows that we're quote unquote supposed to do in order to manifest stuff. But it takes that inspired action. It takes that movement. That the experiences, the the fee- it takes everything that comes with life to manifest something. So if I'm not doing something, if I'm not putting in the work, if I'm not acting based on how I feel for what's best for me in my life and the people that I care about, then I won't ever make it to where it is that I want to go. Question number 11 was about my perspective on living in an unconscious culture and some of the ways that I look at situations where I realize people aren't being present. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Uh, That's a, I mean, it's a lot of people, but in my opinion, it's not shocking. Like, it makes sense. I uh, I think as a culture, that's just what is the majority of our realities. So I think... Understanding that, being aware of it is great so that personally, we don't have to go through the same things that we witness other people go through and we can, you know, do something positive for our lives. And who knows, hopefully that positive, that positive impact that we have on our own lives will in turn have a positive impact on those around us. And that just begin that that begins the ripple effect. And that's just how cultures change. It, it, It takes all it takes is one, um, just to be that person and to make that change and understand that the people around you, it won't look the same for everyone. So understanding that comparing anyone's journey, I think as soon as you go into that comparison trap, you're automatically losing. You're putting yourself yes. in, in a mental space that is not going to be productive for growth. Question number 12 was about taking care of ourselves. Now, I not only share my perspective on the importance of taking care of ourselves, I also share a little bit about how our lives can improve by finding ways to keep a positive perspective regardless of what's happening in our lives. Just understanding that we have to let everything else go and just focus on making sure that we're okay. Because if we're okay, then we're more likely to be able to help someone else. It's like, oh, this is for my family. This is for my wife. This is for yeah. It's great. It's great that we have all these people to hold us accountable, but we we have to be okay ourselves. And if that's not the case, then you have to become priority number one. And it happens that way sometimes. Sometimes we don't put ourselves in the best situations, and we have to make some sacrifices in order to get our lives together. But it happens, and it's okay. Everyone goes through something similar. 
So just understanding that this is just what reality looks like right now, but at every moment we have a choice to look at it from a positive perspective and understand that it's not always going to look this way, but there are also things that I can appreciate about each one of these moments. Now, question number 13 is honestly just a shameless plug. It was the portion of the episode where he asked me about my social media and ways that his audience can find me. So for anyone that is a new listener, listen to this response and take action as you see fit. Um, so, yeah, so Instagram is the at the Raymond Shield. So it's T-H-E-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D-A-C-H-I-L-L-E. Um, and then I would say, I would say my Twitter. I think that's where, I mean, most of what I post on Instagram comes from my Twitter anyway. Um, but my Twitter is at my word is underscore law. So it's M Y W O R D I S underscore law. And honestly, that's where I spend the majority of my time these days. So I'm just on there just sharing what I feel throughout the day. Um, Instagram, I'm doing a lot more of those, those lives. So I'll be continuing to do that just based on what I'm feeling in these moment. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely appreciate any and all feedback. So if anyone does choose to go listen to anything of mine, definitely leave me some feedback, whether you like it, whether you don't, um, I can always use it. So thank you. We made it to the final question from that episode. And it was question 14. What is the most important thing that I've learned from someone else? Hmm. That's a that's a really good question. I think I think it's it's a little uh it's not difficult to answer cuz it's it's so many people. Um I think I learn more from other people because I've chosen to see myself in other people. So when I watch how people act, when I watch how people live, um I notice my own I used to notice my own flaws in people. So that's how I would learn. And so I would say that the from the general population of the people I'm around and the things that I've learned, I would say that the biggest thing that it would have to just be being present. I think I witnessed so many people lose presence that over time, me desiring to be more present in my life. I started to notice when other people weren't present and that helped me maintain my presence. So right. I would say the most worthwhile thing would be presence in and of itself, living in it and living in it enough to feel the power that is held within presence. Um, I think that is definitely key because you can be present at moments and it feels great, but to be there for like the majority of your day, and at this point, for me, all day, it's like it, ta- it takes life to a different level. So I would just say be present and try to find ways to appreciate every moment that we have while we're here because we're only here for a short time. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to today's episode. I'm so grateful for the support and the positive feedback that I've continued to receive about the messages that we talk about on the podcast. With that being said, I'm excited to announce that Balance Period will now be actively accepting donations. These donations will be used to support different organizations that help promote education. The more we learn, the more opportunities we have to grow. 
And the more we grow, the increased capacity we have to add value to the lives of others. So how are you able to donate? Well, currently we are using the Cash app. So if you download the Cash app, you can search us by the name of Balance Period. Now, remember, every penny counts. So thanks in advance for your donation. Also, if you personally have an organization that you are a part of or that you would like Balance Period to help support, feel free to let me know. You can contact me via Instagram. My handle is at the Raymond Ashiel. And that concludes another episode of the Balance Period podcast. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to give this a listen. Also, if there's any feedback that you have for me, you can leave it through the Anchor app or you can contact me directly through my Twitter page. And that's at my word is underscore law. Thanks again. And I look forward to having you tune in for the next episode.